I mean, it just means you care. Oh, whoa. Welcome to the Big If uh, with Luther and D'Angelo. We're back in the cockpit. Not the saddle, the cockpit, because uh, we're on a fucking rocket ship, baby. Um, we've got like 1,600 viewers on TikTok. Um, I had Megan Fox hit me up on email. Ooh. And uh, there's a lot of people who are really, it's, it's traction. I think this is what traction feels like. Um, I want to say hi before I get too hyped up to my uh, co-leader, really my leader, um, dear leader? No, um, co-leader in crime, D'Angelo. Welcome to the show, D'Angelo. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm good. It's morning. It's the first time we're doing a morning pod. Yeah. You know, sip a little coffee, catch up a little bit. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it too. I like I like the idea of sipping coffee instead of opening uh, a bottle of beer or wine or something. And um, that doesn't mean I'm going. I'm I'm only going to do mornings, but I'm open to mornings. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's expand your horizons a little bit. Try something new. What time? Yeah. What time did you get up today? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Is that a regular time? Is that is that fair? Is that a uh, is that lazy? No, that's good. What's lazy? Oh, I think if you're sleeping at our age, if you're sleeping much into the eight o'clock hour, you're sleeping a lot of the day away. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Do you think? Why do I think that's uh, wasting the day away? Yeah. Are we just, are we just, it's just getting older and we're like putting different value on our days. I don't know. I love the morning. I love getting up early. It's peaceful. It's quiet. There's not as many people out. Start getting your day lined up. I like the early mornings. I've been trying to get up around like 5.15 or so. Mm, mm. Damn, you're, that's early. That's early. I went for a little stretch where I was getting up in like the 3 o'clock hour, but I was going to bed at like 8 something, but that's kind of slipped a little bit. But 5.30, 5.15, that works for me. Did you feel like you were getting more done or that you liked yourself more getting up at 3 a.m.? Yeah, because I go and get a good workout in there's hardly anybody at the gym by the time i was getting out of there the sun wasn't even up yet you just feel like you've accomplished a lot before it's even started so yeah i love getting an early start seize the day you know uh something i noticed about my morning routine this morning that i wanted to bring to light is um i take women's vitamins in the morning like knowingly uh, knowingly, it says women's vitamins on. It's like gummies. I mean, I'm basically eating gummy candies in the morning, but they are chock full of women's vitamins. Did you know that when you bought them? I don't buy them. My wife buys them and kind of feeds them to me. Um, but yeah, I'm complicit in this. I know exactly what I'm taking. <laughs> besides what's actually in the vitamins, I know they're just for women. I mean, it's got to be better. That's the appeal for me is that they're for women. It's not. It's not what's inside of them. It's got to be better for you to take women's vitamins than no vitamins. That's true. But what? If, all right. Now let's take that and and bring it over here. If it was monkey vitamins, would it be better than no vitamins? That's tough. Chinchilla vitamins or no vitamins, what are you going with? I'm probably going no vitamins. I don't trust that. <laughs> That's, no, I, we agree on a lot of things, but I'm taking the vitamins. You're going to take the monkey vitamins? Yeah, for sure. Well, well, monkeys are pretty close to humans. I was going to say. Chinchilla might have been a stretch. I was going to say. What do you, what's Friday? What do you got going? I mean, you got to work a little bit today after we get off here. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna work. Um, I'm gonna work. Maybe get a workout in. I'm gonna work outside. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things that are labeled as work. That's really um, if I'm if I'm being grateful enough, I just kind of miss privileges instead of work. Now you just I don't I don't know if we can talk about this. I'm gonna be a little cryptic. You just made a a, a you know a relatively significant purchase that I I think is a business investment. Do you want to talk about that, or is that not really to throw out there? Um, we can. I mean, <laughs> so like I'm doing this whole. I, I just started my own business in October, and I'm doing this whole like fake it till you make it thing. And um, you know, I can write. I'm a writer. That's fine. But uh, I've been trying to break into like the videography side of my business and I'm excited about it and like kind of determined. So uh, I just bought a camera and uh, all this gear that totaled to many thousands of dollars. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think some of it starts arriving uh, tomorrow. I don't know much about that kind of equipment and whatnot. You got, did you end up with some pretty high end stuff or? Uh, it's not like the, it's not like a video camera that you would think that's on your shoulder or something. It's truly like, it looks like a regular photography professional camera, but just takes fucking dynamite video. So, um, I got that. And then I got a sweet ass gimbal from DJI. That's like, it keeps things super steady. You know, it can rotate, it can extend and it's got some cool features on it. So, um, I can capture a lot of different types of shots yeah. and I can kind of be the sort of like a run and gun <clears throat> production as opposed to something where you got to take weeks to plan and then, you know, more time to set aside for the production. I mean, my goal with this setup is to kind of be a one man band until I can make enough to hire other people. Nice. Well, that's, that's gotta be exciting yeah. to start your own stuff, man. I'm proud of you. It's exciting. Yeah. My bank account's not really excited, but, um, you know, if I can land one or two jobs, then it will be, it will be, uh, restored. So, you know, just taking chances left and right. I got some interesting work stuff. You want to hear about it? Ooh. Yeah. Tell me about this. All right. Let's start with my, my regular current gig, uh, tonight. I, smoking meat. Smoking meat. Slinging some of the best barbecue going. Um, can I, before we get in, can I just, um, make a request for a new special, uh, from, can you try to do like smoked women's vitamins at some point? (laughs) I'll see what I can do. We might melt, melt some of the gummies over some of the pulled pork for you or something. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe put it into like some sort of new, uh, a new sauce. You know, you've got your Alabama white, you got your St. Louis sweet there, and then you got women's (laughs) women's vitamins. Estrogen. Estrogen sauce. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so I got. I'll take the uh, the half rack with estrogen. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want too much. You know, you don't want to build too much muscle. We got to keep it under control a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Keep on with you. So I got a I got a message from my my boss yesterday. We do a lot of catering. We do a lot of weddings. We do some events. Um, people reach out to us from time to time to put in some pretty big orders. And we got a message yesterday from the strength and conditioning coach with the Las Vegas golden Knights. Ooh, go they're nice. in town tonight playing the blues. And, uh, they asked if no free ads nights. <laughs> yeah. And let's go blues too, but let's go blues. Not, yeah. No, no go nice, but no. Yeah. So, uh, tonight, uh, part of my shift, I'm taking probably I'll drive the bacon van and head down to the, the Enterprise Center and uh, we're catering the post-game meal for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're doing like 
brisket for like 55 people, turkey for 45 people, a bunch of ribs, some salmon. So that's kind of cool, man. Yeah. yeah so it's, I, I love it. Like a couple weeks ago, I got to go work opening day for the Cardinals. Tonight I'm delivering to the Vegas Golden Knights. I've been doing some weddings lately. So work's fun right now, man. You know um, what that brings to mind is that there are three really iconic um, vessels that I associate with the city of St. Louis. You know, there's there's the Clydesdale pulling the buggy. Okay. There's the spirit of St. Louis. Yep. And there's the bacon van. The bacon van. Yeah. If you haven't seen the bacon van, it's pretty awesome. We got a nice little conversion van. Back's all hollowed out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just wrapped in a uh, a bacon like i don't know if it's vinyl but it's just it's a it's a bacon van it's exactly it's real bacon it's exactly what, what it tell. sounds like so yeah that's exactly it's kind of a waste honestly but uh that you have to keep wrapping that thing with bacon but it's doing its job yeah um not to take away from the point though because that's fucking cool that uh I, wait how how many people are in the Vegas Knights group that you're making brisket for 55, turkey for 45. Well, I th I think there's probably just some hungry boys. Well, it's a professional sports team and they're going to just have gotten done with a, you know, pretty high intensity competition. And you've, yep. you've probably got 20 to 25 players, a handful of coaches, uh, strength and conditioning staff, whoever travels with them, there's a traveling group. So, I don't know. I would bet there's about 55 people. So, should be a, should be a pretty pretty hefty delivery. They're gonna each get their own like doggy bags after this too. I mean, that's a lot of meat. But then I think about the only <laughs> hockey player that I know, Tony Twist, and he could probably put down some. I meat. bet he could. I, you know, he could eat. He could eat pounds and pounds of our brisket on his own. I bet that's a big old man. Damn. And he's not even he's not even actively uh, playing like burning that sort of calories. Or no, absolutely not. And then I got so I got kind of a little. It's not a calorie depth. What? Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say we we're talking about work. I I don't know if I told you about this yesterday. I also have a little side hustle business meeting coming up on Monday. Hmm. Yeah. So tell me about. Uh, it. So I had someone, and we're not going to say who it is just yet. We're going to keep that in the bag just for now. Uh, but. Somebody who is it's Tony Twist. It's not Tony Twist. I that'd be <laughs> that'd be great if it was. Like, hey, I want you to come work at my cigar shop that I've got. Uh, but yeah, company a guy with the marketing and the marketing part of a, a company in our area reached out to me. Had seen some of the work I had done on the TikTok, and uh, he said, "Hey." Um, I may have a job opportunity for you if you'd like to talk about it. So we, we got in touch. We went back and forth a little bit. And then yesterday we were looking for a place to go. He had mentioned like maybe going to grab some sandwiches for lunch or something. But all the good sandwich places around here are closed on Mondays. So I'm thinking, well, you know, where else could we go? Pick a restaurant, pick a whatever. And before I can come up with anything, I get a message from him that says, let's make things interesting. Meet me at Rhonda's. And Rhonda's. are you familiar with Rhonda's? Uh, I am. Uh, I can guess what Rhonda's might be. Yeah, let's hear it. But what do you think? I hate. Um, I would guess that Rhonda's is some sort of uh, less than a gentleman's club um, in not the brightest lit place. You are 
pretty much spot on. That's what I'd say. A pro- you know, I've never been there, but I've heard stories. It's a little, uh, like you said, less than gentlemen's club. Um, it is in, I don't know if that would be considered North County or what. It's up off a of page. Um, it's in like a little strip mall and it's in, you know, it's in the St. Louis County area. So it's not like it's over on the East side and we're going to Larry Flint's or anything. So I'm guessing there's going to be some, some pasties involved. <laughs> uh, there will probably be a situation where depending on the lighting, it'll be difficult to tell whether it's a C-section scar or like a happy trail. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's also going to be a Monday morning slash afternoon depending on what time he he we get there so the a team the a team will not be i would not think ronda's varsity squad would be there at 11 a.m noon on a monday but i don't know i don't know that for sure but yeah i'm excited there might be some training going on i mean that i remember back in the day we used to go to a place back in our neck of the woods in jefferson county in arnold don't say it. I'm going to say it. It's not open anymore. It's Club Imperial. Wait, Club Imperial's not open anymore? I don't believe so. I haven't been down that way in a while, but the last I heard, I thought it was closed. But Club Imperial oh, was the man. same thing. It was like Jeff Go, Less Than Gentlemen's Club. I remember one time, we must have been, we might have just graduated high school. If not, we were a little bit younger, but me and a, a baseball teammate of mine decided we were going to try to go get in. And we pull up and we walk up the stairs to go to the entrance and we get to the the door and there's a sign on the door that say that says no colors allowed. And I remember at the time thinking, wow, that's extremely racist. That is the racist. <laughs> but then after the more I thought about it later on in life, I wonder if they meant like gang co- gang, gang colors. Like don't come in here with your gang or- colors. Which I'm on board with that. Are they trying to... Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, You can't have a less than gentleman's club remain... Keep that word gentleman if you have gangs. Yeah, I... Which, by the way, can we dissect that for a moment? How how did it become known as a gentleman's club? Um... Like, are they... Is it more of a warning? Like, gentlemen, gentle now. Um... No, I just – I envision just like businessmen like in suits and like on their lunch break and the wives are at home with the kids and they're like, honey, I, I got a lunch meeting and really they're getting a lap dance from some 18-year-old girl that made bad decisions a few years prior. Um, yeah, I think it was just yeah. – yeah, that's what I envisioned. I guess I'm maybe I'm just thinking, uh, you know, these things started out probably a little bit classier than than what we have grown up and come to expect out of them, you know, where you're kind of they're showing a little bit of leg or something and a very and something a little bit more sensual and boudoir as opposed to like, let's go find some sluts. (laughs) (laughs) When's the last time you were in a gentleman's club? Uh, It was probably in Las Vegas almost a decade ago. Really? Do you remember the name of it? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, probably like a spearmint, maybe spearmint rhino or something like that. Mm. Um, uh, I forget. Yeah, I know it was for a bachelor party for my friend Rick down in San Diego. Um, but after that, yeah, I uh, I have not been back. I'm thinking about subscribing to uh, a new club, a new gentleman's club, maybe. 
Yeah. Well, if you want to hop on a flight and get in town by Monday, you can be my agent and go to this gentleman's club lunch. Could I represent you? Sure. Ooh, I would like to. I would really like to. Because I don't... I don't I, the only thing you've mentioned about this before, I, now, this is my first time hearing that like something's materialized, but I, I just don't want you creating content, rich, lovely, magnetic content. Yeah. Without getting paid for it. No, I need to get paid in one way or another. That's right. Um, what did I write down? We were talking about... Oh, uh, uh, this is a dumb one. You got an iPhone. So, I just got an iPhone, recently. a new iPhone 13 yesterday. How do you feel about it? So far, so good. I feel like I'm in the club now. I don't feel like people are looking at me weird when my message comes in with the, the green. With the green? Yeah. I feel good to be on Team Blue now. Um, we're happy to have you. We're like, can I say? Yeah. We're happy to have you. It feels you. good. It does feel good. Like, um, I haven't, I haven't really used the camera much, but it seems like it's going to have a pretty outstanding camera on it. I'm excited about that. I'm sure, I'm sure it's great. Yeah. I mean, that's all the reasons that, that you want it, right? For the blue and for the camera, but, well, um, and with us trying to install any apps, um, I just, I transferred over most of the apps that I was using on my, on my Android. Um, yeah. you know, I've got the, I've got the social media apps thing. We're trying to have a little bit of a presence on TikTok. Go follow us at the big if pod on TikTok. Right here, right here. It says it right here. Yeah. We, or we maybe it will. we posted, Who knows? we posted a few clips yesterday and today of some conversations that we thought were kind of humorous from some of the recordings we've done yeah. before. So starting to get a little heat too. Time to, time to get some momentum going. Uh, I got oh the, my gosh. I got the, is this what traction feels like? I think so. I think so. Legitimacy. Um, I also put, I got the dating apps going on there I'm doing some swiping. Okay. My question to you is, uh, when you install those apps and you launch them for the first time, yeah. have you seen that little screen that says ask app not to track every time? And I hit, thank you for, or I hit ask app not to track every time. Yeah, same here. Same here. My question to you is, have you heard a response from any of them? Uh, no. Do they respond? I don't know, but I feel like if I'm asking them, they should confirm. Like, all right, fine. We're not Otherwise, I'm, I want to tell the app not to track. Yeah, because you could ask them and they could say, nah, go fuck yourself. And be like, nah, I'm sorry. Like, thanks for asking. We're, we're going to track But you. we're going to track yeah, you. Yeah, you are already being tracked. Uh, Did you ever... That was my big... My big joke from last night that I came up with. <laughs> I like it. It landed. <laughs> it, it landed. Uh, you know, when you're an iPhone, when you're an iPhone user, it's just sort of an inside thing. Yeah, if you don't have an iPhone, you wouldn't really understand. I get that. I wouldn't no. have understood that joke no. yesterday. Uh, did yeah. you ever have? Did you ever have the dating apps pre Corbin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did you use them a lot? Yeah, I had. Um, uh, yeah, I was getting into it. Um, with mixed results, highly mixed results. Was that in San Diego? Um, I guess that's that part of the fun. San Diego. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One one time, um, I think this was a an OK Cupid date. Okay. Uh, which you know, so I had plenty of fish, OK Cupid, and later Tinder. Okay, you got on and the then Tinder. I met my wife. Yeah, I, I I was an early Tinder, uh, fire starter adopter there. But um, yeah, one time I was on the state and this, uh, I could tell that this girl was kind of a professional dater almost. And 
she goes, it was her recommendation. You know, we connected, you matched. And you get that big feeling, the dopamine in your brain. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's really cute. Um, and, you know, you're showing your friends. It's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I, should, I should reach out to her, right? And you're asking. Well, we kind of, I guess we connected. But she was immediately like, well, let's go to dinner. I said, great, let's go to dinner. Um, it's a Tuesday night. Where do you want to go to dinner? She said, Cheesecake Factory. Ooh, classy. Um, okay, let's do the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, yeah. classy. So um, I think I showed up a little bit early or something, and then she showed up, uh, was shown to the table, and she, if you've been to the Cheesecake Factory, you know that their menu is famously like fucking war and peace. It's that thick. There's a lot um, to take in. They do. There's a lot to take in. And she knew that menu like the back of her hand. Oh, she'd been there a couple in times, fact, huh? Yes. In fact, she knew the waiter. <laughs> okay. She knew the special going on on Tuesday night. And at that moment, it finally dawned on me, I am a meal ticket. And uh, I didn't even make that much money. But I am a meal ticket for this girl. And uh, eventually, you know, we left and uh, I think we did like a little half moon hug in the parking lot. And then I just jetted. So, yeah, there's no doubt that girl was just had a, a free Cheesecake Factory meal scam going on. I think she just likes Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I kind of respect the hustle a little bit. I do, too. Um, you know, and I, gosh, I do, too. I can't say shit because uh, she got me. She got her meal. Um, and I hope that she's still scamming. Uh, but if she is, those Cheesecake Factory brings a lot of calories, lady. Do you remember what you had that night? No, no idea. I bet she does. Oh my god, that's she's hilarious. probably got a catalog somewhere. Did I tell you about? I've only been on one date from those apps since I went single last year. Did I tell you my horror tell story date? So no. I met. I matched with this girl on Hinge, and we talked for a while. You know, a week and a half. A great conversation. Like to talk about sports specifically golf. So I thought, oh, this is, you know, this is going pretty well. And when I got back in town, we decided to, to meet up. And it was my first date since my divorce. So I was, I was pretty nervous diving back in the game. And we- As we, one would be, of course. Normal. So we decided to go to this Mexican restaurant. It's a place I'm very familiar with. It was basically my version of that girl you were talking about, Cheesecake Factory. Went to Amigo, Amigo Joe's, Joe's. Amigo Joe's. Oh, hey. Holler at Amigo Joe's. Yeah. Um, Joe, if you're listening, no free ads, but we love what you're doing. The best, some of the best fried chicken in St. Louis, which sounds weird, but that's really we'll talk about that. Another, yeah, it's great, man. The habanero. But anyway, I get to Amigo Joe's. Like you said, I got there a little bit early, start scoping out the scene. Um, I was a little bit worried. I hadn't seen this girl in person, but I got the vibe from the pictures on Hinge and the angles that she was hitting that. Her pictures may not have fully represented what was going to be walking through that door. And I understand. We all try to put our best. <laughs> yeah, it's online, right? You don't, want, you don't want flabby pictures being online? No. no. And we're all salespeople no. on there. We're all selling ourselves. I get it. I put my most flattering pictures up there if I can find any. Oh, so gosh. I, this girl, I'm a little worried before she even gets there and she walks through the door and I know it's her. I can tell it's her, but right away my fears are confirmed. Like, Oh no, I'm, 
I'm not physically attracted to this girl. Um, but but you recognized her right away from sure. From yeah, it wasn't like she was using best. pictures that wasn't her. She was just using the best pictures of her. So so when she came up, where you're like, are you her cousin or where's oh. your uh, where's your sister at? Uh, no, I don't remember what I said. I probably just was super polite and like, oh, nice to meet you. Da 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 da. And I, I, you know, I wear my feelings and my, my emotions on my sleeve. I'm not good at hiding things. So I hope I did a good enough job of hiding that right off the bat, I wasn't interested, but we're already there. You got to make the best of it. So we're talking and this girl doesn't really get down with tequila. At the time I did, I love tequila. And, um, we ordered a drink. I think she got some skinny margarita and I got the ultimate margarita, very strong. So we down those. The waitress comes back. Like, do you guys want another drink? And this girl who doesn't like tequila says, yeah, I'll have one of those. Talking about the ultimate, which are <laughs> way right. too strong she's for somebody. She's yeah. fun. She's, she's getting ready to turn up. So she's getting she, ready to kind of turn into one of her pictures. She thinks she's looking like one of her pictures. Right now. She's going into party mode, no doubt. So she finished or mm-hmm. she doesn't finish. She gets about halfway through her ultimate. And she says, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. She goes, were you married before? I said, <laughs> what? Yeah. I said, uh, yeah, you know, I was. Um, it's over. It's been over for a little while now. But yeah, I was married before. And she goes, I just really wish you would have told me the truth. So automatically, <laughs> this, this red flag's going off. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm yep. like, I did not lie to you. Like, um, I never said, no, I've never been married. It just never came up. And I wasn't going to, in the week that we talked, one of my talking points wasn't going to be like, hey, do you want to hear about my divorce? So I just never brought it up. Yeah. And she but goes. she sees it as like a sin of omission. Like I was, I was hiding something. So I said, yeah, I was. It's been over for a little bit. And she goes, hey, have you ever, have you ever been to the, the 09 pub? The 09 Pub is this little neighborhood hole-in-the-wall bar. She and I, turns out, live pretty close to one another, but it's in our neighborhood. I go, yeah, I was there like once, like four years ago, uh, but I haven't been back since. Um, She said, I know, I was your bartender that night when you and your wife came in there. What? She's like, she says, I remember you guys had just gotten done in like a volleyball tournament or something, and you came in, and you guys were super nice and cool and... So another red flag number two, I'm like, that was four years ago, and I've been there one time. So that's two red flags. You left red, an impression. You left an red, impression. Red flag number three. Do you think she knew that when she was seeing your pictures on Hinge? Listen to red flag number three. I mentioned that we okay. live I mentioned that we live in like a similar neighborhood. And unprovoked unprovoked, she says to me, Yeah, before we matched on Hinge. A while back, I saw you down the street at the gas station pumping gas. <laughs> wow, she's got like a photographic memory. I don't something. So that was red flag number three. So she gets just absolutely. <laughs> she just gets absolutely hammered drunk on tequila as a non-tequila drinker. Um, she wants to go to the little bar next door to the Mexican place once that shuts down. And I have a hard time saying no. So we go next door to Jimmy Max. She starts drinking some Bud Light or some shit. I don't remember what she was drinking. Maybe Tito's. But um, she's she's getting turned up. So then 
we leave there and she's very intoxicated. Her car's outside the Mexican restaurant. I had kind of seen the writing on the wall and uh, kind of started to, you know, I stopped drinking, starting to get sobered up and whatever. And um, I'm not going to let her drive, even though I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not going to let her drive home intoxicated. So I said, hey, you're you're a gentleman. I'm I'm a gentleman for sure. So I said to her. Hey, you know, you're on my way. I'll I'll take you home. No big deal. You can get your car in the morning. I don't remember what she said, but I remember she did not want to go home. She wanted to go to my home. Which which is ooh, after red flag number 3, you're like you're going to remember my address. Yeah, like I she's shown a little bit of like weird like stalkery type of personality traits anyway, so it's probably best if I don't deliver her straight to my front door. Um, but I did, I brought her back to the house. Nothing really happened. <laughs> Nothing really happened. I I, did. No, I, I did bring her back. Um, she thought she's like, I had my dogs at the time and the dogs come up. They love everybody. They're checking, her, checking her out, seeing what she's about. She's like, Oh my God, they love me. I'm like, they, I'm thinking they love everybody. Like, um, you're not their new stepmom, So let's pump the brakes a little bit. Um, but it's like walking, it's like walking on the red carpet after, you know, Tom Hanks and someone snaps a photo and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm famous. I was with Tom Hanks last night. I was with Tom Hanks last night. No, no, you were just, you were just there. Yeah. So she ended up staying the night. Nothing happened more than just a little bit of whatever. Nothing, you know, (laughs) by the way, why is not to interrupt you, but why is Tom Hanks the the first celebrity that pops into my mind that's worth photos. Like there are much hipper celebrities these days. I disagree. I'm sitting here thinking like, I disagree. Tom Hanks is the pinnacle. That's, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what everybody in Hollywood, that's what they're striving to get to. Yeah, I agree. A Hanksian type of, uh, uh, breath. What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Oh gosh. Um, probably, uh, ooh, I was going to say Toy Story there, but that's, yeah. Um, you know, I really liked, uh, first one that comes to mind is Forrest Gump. Sure. I feel like that's, that's the basic bitch answer. Classic. Um, I would say Philadelphia to sound like I, I have some sort of culture, but I've never actually seen Philadelphia. I've never seen it either. And I wish I had, cause I hear it's great, but I have not seen it. It's the one he won. Didn't he win an Oscar for that one or something? I think so. Did he win for Forrest Gump or did Forrest Gump win for Best Picture? I don't know if it won like Best Picture or something. Uh, here we are in the Oscars again. Yeah. Um, favorite Tom Hanks movie, Turner and Hooch. Not bad. Ooh, now I think I know mine. Do you know what mine is now? Big? I think it's probably big. big. Yeah, I think so. Big is a good one. I also I don't remember much about it, but I remember when I saw it, I really liked it. Are you familiar with Lady Killers? The Lady Killers? Yeah, with Marlon Wayans. I, uh, was Tom Hanks in it? Yeah, yeah. I remember Marlon Wayans really- is, like, is like one of the uh, his gang, kind of gang members or some, whatever you call that group of people. The henchmen. The henchmen, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know what? I think I just determined one of my new goals in life is to get big enough to have henchmen. <laughs> you don't want henchmen. Who doesn't? Well, okay, okay. I don't need henchmen, but I want them. Okay, that's I. That sounds. I can. I can get on board with that. Are are henchmen only contracted to do evil bidding? 
or can they like can they deliver flowers and do uh, do nice things too? Henchmen I, seems like they're going to break your arm, but they could just give you a compliment. No, I think I think the word henchman in and of itself is negative. I don't think there's henchmen that are like helping old ladies across the street. And I think that, yeah, I think if they're like getting your, if they're picking up like your dry cleaning and just scheduling stuff, I think that's more of a secretary, <laughs> like a secretary or a personal assistant. More of just an assistant. Once they start. Uh, like, I don't like that title though. I, once they start breaking caps hear, and whatnot, is... then it's a henchman. You know, I, I think it's time to fight the stereotype. And if we can somehow launch a campaign on our TikTok or something just for all the henchmen out there to let them know that we believe you can do good too. Free the henchmen. Hashtag free the henchmen. Free the hench free the henchmen. Damn. Hashtag free the henchmen. Are the secret there, service? Uh, if I'm a henchman too, I'm definitely going for you. I'm definitely unionizing because there's no way that I'm getting paid enough or I'm getting benefits enough to take out your dirty laundry. I'm not like putting cement blocks on people's feet and drowning them in a river. <laughs> if I'm not going to get good, you know, dental care. Which which Hollywood celebrity do you feel most confident? Probably has a team of henchmen. Yeah, here we go. I'm going old again, but the first thing that pops in mind is like Tony Bennett, but he's 99. Um, but he just comes from that era of like mafioso, I think. Um, who today would have henchmen and not just an entourage is, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, because be... everybody's got entourage. Everybody's got some yes. Yeah. But who's going to do the dirty, the dirty work? Who's got people? Is... And another one comes to mind is Johnny Depp. I don't know if you've been following this Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation. My God. What a toxic it's like, it's, mess it's that theater. had to be. It is theater. Was she like shitting on his bed? That's what he basically said on stand is that, uh, I mean, he didn't use the word she shit on my bed, but he, I mean, he, he in a very gentleman-like fashion, explained that there was something warm that he felt on his leg or something like that. What is she famous from? I think she was in a movie, but I don't know what movie. Um, I haven't heard what movie. <laughs> um, yeah, never, Amber Heard, never heard of her. All right, I got a what if for you. Oh, hit me. So let's assume that all of this stuff about Amber Heard is true. It's not hearsay, it's proven. She did all the things, all the crazy stuff. They a find year. the log. Yeah, <laughs> a year, two years. Couple, however much time goes by, and you're you're not married, Jeff. You're single, Jeff. And oh, okay, this is all hypothetical. Yes, for sure. So it's an if you, question. It's an if question. Yeah. So you find yourself in a situation mm. where Amber Heard is there. Maybe you're hitting it off a little bit. Could mm. you? Could you take Amber Heard home? Could you be in a relationship with Amber Heard, knowing what you know? Could you, if, mm. if, if you were single, could you, could you do that? If I was single and let's say I'm uh, let's say I go to, you know, a resort in Mexico by myself and she's there with her henchmen 
and or I'm in Las Vegas, you know, if I'm by myself, I think, yeah, you know, I'm much more susceptible to influence for sure. Yeah. So Amber Heard's entourage henchmen roll up on me and go, Hey, um, sir, uh, uh, Miss Heard has requested you in her VIP suite, um, you specifically and for you to come alone. I think I would go. Yeah. I think I would go, um, partly for the story, but mostly for the excitement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would definitely go. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And for I sure. think she's a beautiful woman. She's just, um, she's just a little kooky. Uh, well, a little kooky. She cut off his finger, I think. She did? But after, yeah, yeah. he, She, like, sliced off, like, part of his finger. I think it was, like, after he put out a cigarette on her or something. And by the way, uh, Johnny, Amber, if you're listening to this, uh, do not sue us for defamation. We don't. We know nothing about what's going on in your personal life. This is no. all just... Uh, this, From Twitter. It's in the public arena now. You kind of invited it on yourself. Um, so... Well, okay. Free the henchman. All right. Let, okay. Let's take this a step further. Okay. You are at a resort in Mexico doing like your own little solo vacation. You Amber Heard happens yeah. to be down oh. there. She's solo. She's trying to recover from the Johnny oh, Depp. She's solo. No henchmen. Okay. Mm-hmm. You run into her. You strike up a conversation. You go. You do dinner. Things are going smoothly. Have you go, no no red flags whatsoever. It's all no. very normal. Exchange. Yes. Yes. Two people who have a little bit of wanderlust out on their own. Yeah. Meeting by chance. Yes. She just happens to have a history of scat play and some, some physical and mental abuse. Mm-hmm. So you meet her, you go out to dinner, go surprisingly well. There's some chemistry there. Uh, yeah. You go, you go Turns back. out we're both into uh, some, you know, into soul, women's vitamins or something. Soul cycle. I don't know. Soul so, cycle. We're both into soul cycle. So you get back to her room. And things are starting to heat up a little bit. And she's like, I want to tie you up. Mm. Do you let her tie you up? Do you let her tie you up? Uh, Do I have at least uh, one free limb? No. Two hands to the the headboard and feet to the the foot of the bed. You're incapacitated. You know, okay. We're... Um, it's not even 10 o'clock here. We're in the cold light of morning still. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, no fucking way. No shot. But, but when the picture you paint, we're in Mexico, we've had this chemistry. There's a weird, I'm already like, you know, we're both already out of our, uh, elements a little bit out of our home. We're both kind of there. Gosh, I feel like I am enough of a pushover that I would trust this woman. But, well, you know, knowing what I know. Uh, because, because. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. If you allow her to tie you up, it could be great. It could just be like really phenomenal. It could be the gr- kinky sex. What, yeah. You know, it could be great. You also could get shit on. You also could have. You could be cut. She could start cutting on things. You don't know exactly. Could start cutting you. Is she reformed? Like, oh, you don't uh, know if she's, you don't know if she's to, reformed yeah. or not. She opens the door and in come four or five henchmen to run a train on me. So you're saying no? I'm saying no just because of what I know. You know, if this is 
if I never, if I didn't know what I know about Amber Heard, hands down, I probably would just because of the scenario. Um, and I, by the way, I say all of this is a hypothetical uh, because I'm a happily married man. Goes without saying. But the hypothetical, um, yeah, I, I have a tendency to get swept up. That's probably why I'm taking women's vitamins. Uh, it's another, I, uh... What about you? I'm turning that back up. If, if let's say um, you and Amber Heard are uh, kind of crossing each other on, um, you know, the Venice Canal, the canals in, in Venice, Italy, sure. and you're both on different gondolas and you make this beautiful eye contact and she invites you onto hers, you know, it's not a henchman that's doing the thing. It's just one of the guys who's hired. And um, she basically says, I'm into... Um, Asphyxiation. Like she wants to be asphyxiated and or she wants to asphyxiate me? She wants to asphyxiate you. What exactly does that entail? Just like choking me? I think choking of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since. What? Why? No, I don't even know if we're going in the right direction with this. Should no, I think. We, no. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to dig in on this. So. Ever since my separation, my divorce, I feel like, at least in theory, have started to feel more open sexually and into trying some different new things. It hasn't come into practice Ooh. yet. It, it, I don't think. But it's you're open. But I feel like I'm more open to it. Um, what? Uh, hold on, I want to unpack that. What What makes you feel like you're more open now? Is it just? again knowing what you know is it life experience and now you're like next chapter or what i think it's a next chapter thing i think it's a uh, just kind of a little bit of a hoe phase trying to get its way out a little bit and i you know i've kind of i'm intrigued by like oh god like if you've seen any of my tiktoks i'm kind of into the spitting thing lately like i have a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I kind of have this, I kind of have this fantasy lately. It was a trend on TikTok, and I was a little late to it, but I kind of have this fantasy recently of me taking a dry scoop of pre-workout and scooping it into my mouth, and having some beautiful woman take a swig of take a <laughs> take a swig of water and and spit it into my mouth, where I then mix it up swallow to get the pre-workout effects i kind of i really want that to happen so i it was nothing that even ever crossed my mind a year two years four years eight years ago but really recently i've been in i've been kind of intrigued by the spit play and i kind of like the idea of a of a hot gym girl just spitting water into my spitting mouth pre-workout oh spitting water in your mouth to mix yeah. the pre-workout i have the pre-workout i dry scoop it i don't uh, she spits and in. She she's like yeah. a yeah. Yeah, that really mm. intrigues me. I don't I don't know if I can get down with the asphyxiation, but like you know, a little spit play, a little little role play. I'm I'm kind of here for it. Hey, I'm not going to shame you for that because I think that's uh, I think that's wonderful that you're learning more about yourself. We don't kink shame fact, on this show. In fact, no, no kinks fan. Kinks, uh, by the way, kinks, no uh, free ads, but we're not going to shame you. And um, 
I, I want to actually segment segues me into um, maybe uh, this is a dumb one, probably, but just a new segment that I want to introduce the show called Compliment Corner. Oh, and I, I just want to pay you pay you a compliment. I'm I I really like how your confidence seems to be soaring. Um, I mean, I do feel a little bit more confident than I have in the past, but on the inside, I'm still pretty insecure. And I've been, you know, I need to take it to the next level because I've had like three situations in the last like two or three weeks where I found myself in good conversation with what I consider to be very attractive, engaging girls. And in none of those cases, am I able to really get the ball across the goal line? I had... I had one at this wedding I on mean just getting a date or, or yeah, a like number e- or yeah, either, 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 or of those two things, you know, I've had, I, I was doing cryotherapy last week and I find myself in a chair next to this really cute girl and we're kind of just held captive there right next to each other for 30 minutes. And I did great at initiating conversation, keeping it flowing. We had a lot in common. Um, the conversation went on for most of the half hour, but when it came time to like punch the ball across the goal line, make the sale, make the sale. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't able to do it. And she even, she said, we were talking about dogs and she's like, Oh yeah, my ex, blah, 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 blah. And to me, that seemed like a little bit of like, almost like a, an invitation or an opening. Did I take the opening? No, I found out Jeff, I found out this girl's dog's name. Luther, breed, Luther. You can call me Luther. The breed of the dog. I found out what she likes to do. I found out where she works or for whom she works and what she does there. Did I get her name? I did not. So I so just... You got, a, you got a physical in-person rundown of what's on her Facebook page outside of her name. Which is maybe the most important part of it all because I can't find her. So if anybody knows a girl... Somewhere between like cryotherapy, cryotherapy and compression therapy, somewhere between like, I'm bad at this. I'm going to go lower than I even think. I'm going to say from 25 to like, she's probably not older than like 32, 32 works at Anheuser-Busch in (laughs) logistics, in logistics, whatever that means has a supervisor is Donna. I don't know her supervisor's name. I do know she has a, an English Mastiff named Abe, like Abe Lincoln. I know she wants to be oh, a man. flight attendant. I know that she likes to travel. I know that she's going to some music festival. I think it's called Life is Beautiful. If any of you know this girl and you happen to see this, tell her to holler. Please we had a, reach out to uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Our, the, official gmail, the official Gmail of the Big If Podcast. Or tell her to DM me on at the big if pod on TikTok. I will answer it. Seriously, great conversation. The official TikTok. Yeah. Official TikTok. So, you know, that, you know, it is what it is. But I got to I got to you know, get a I need to just go and do it and get turned down once or twice so that I know it's not that big of a deal and you just move on to the next. I just when it comes time to be like, "Hey, I find you really intriguing. I love talking to you." Love to love to get together with you sometime. Maybe grab a coffee or something. That's not that hard, but it is that hard. Uh, well, it, no, it's it's not. Um, it's simple, but not easy. That, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's very simple, but not easy at all. And uh, I think you're going to get there. Honestly, it's not. It's only a matter of time. 
I'm just, you know, and, and it sounds like it sounds like you've already you've already gone through those uh, those little rejections or something, but you've just been rejecting yourself during these and not letting her do the rejecting. Yeah, which is well, not like not like you're going and asking for rejection. Just uh, and silver lining. I'm going to look at a silver lining on this. I at least feel positive that I'm finding myself in those situations more frequently than I ever have before. You know, it'll it'll happen one of these times. We're gonna land one. Of course, hell yeah. Um, big news, big news out of St. Louis uh, for St. Louis Cardinals fans this week. Big news. Um, John Jay retired about three or four days ago after twelve years in Major League Baseball. And my question to you, Kurt, is, um, or um, D'Angelo, is. Um, if you could hang out with John Jay on his like on his retirement uh, yacht, what would you guys be doing? You think he he's is he yacht worthy? Uh, he's probably renting one. He's renting <laughs> or borrowing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's made millions. He's made millions. Sure. Um, you think John Jay squanders his millions? No, he seemed to have a decent head on his shoulders. I bet he's still got a pretty good chunk left. What do you think John Jay's – let me look it up. Um, while you're looking that up, what am, what am I going to do with John Jay post-retirement on this yacht? <clears throat> um, oh, shit. He's got enough money to uh, – Do you have, have it fun. pulled up? Can I guess? I just pulled it up. Wow, the two top – uh, results are millions apart from each other, but keep, yeah, please venture a guess. Um, John Jay, you said he played how long? 12 seasons. 12 seasons. I'm going to say, you know, the veteran minimum is like 300, 400,000. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say John Jay, is it saying his net worth or his career earnings? Uh, this is, these I just googled net worth. Okay. And again, the first two results are wildly different than each other. All right. I'm gonna say John Jay net worth twenty four million. Ooh, that's pretty close. Net worth says the top result says twenty two point five million. Okay. The second the second result says one point five million. So somewhere in that ballpark. <laughs> There's a discrepancy there. Anyways, John Jay, uh, we tip our cat to, our, our caps to you. Thanks for playing uh, uh, center field for us for, for a little while and, and doing a good job. He won a World Series with us, right? Yeah, in 11, I think. Yeah, had to have been. He's, he, uh, he's big into the shoes, like, like Air Jordans and stuff. We'd probably talk Jordans on the yacht, I think. What would you do with John Jay? Oh, uh, I don't like John Jay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't trust his. I'd rather go on Amber Heard's yacht than John Jay's yacht. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. For some reason, I was never. If you were to break down that 2011 batting lineup, John Jay was my least favorite. But um, John, if you're listening, I don't harbor any ill will towards you. Um, and in fact, I'm I'm grateful for you. But just amongst that eleven lineup, you're 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 not my favorite. 
Can you name? I want to see how much of this you can name. Who was in left field? Oh, gosh. Who was in left field? That wasn't Larry Walker, was it? No, he would have been no. right. Oh, four. Field. That was 06. Oh, 04. Okay. Um, left field. It wasn't Stowe, was it? No. Um, I can picture him out there because I believe he caught the final out. He had a little tortoise oh. that was like his little. Do you remember this? Wouldn't. No, but not Beltron. Alan Craig. Alan Craig. Uh, extra base key. Uh, center field obviously was John Jay. John Jay. Right field. Right field would have been Beltron. Yes. Third base. Third base. Uh, it would have been past Scott Rowland's time. So you're going to be mad at yourself when you hear this. Uh, okay. Don't say it. I, it was at get short. And that was Oh six. That was Oh six. That Oh six team was really special to me. Um, uh, Raphael for call was that short. Yeah. I think so. Who was it? Third? Uh, it was, Oh, uh, Schumacher was at second. The hero. Oh, David Freeze. David Freeze. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking idiot, um, Jeff. All right. First, Pooh. Pooh. Yachty. All right. This is this is this is not good podcasting. No, I think people care about the Cardinals. We like reliving this stuff. <laughs> Do they care about the two, about what who we think is on the 2011 squad? Uh, there'll probably be some people that do. If you could replace anyone on the 2011 main batting lineup with yeah. Amber Heard, would it be John Jay? <sighs> yeah. It might. Yeah. I, I would almost say that, but I don't think she's got the same range in center field that John Jay had. Do you remember where you were when they won that World Series? Yes, I do. I where was in San Diego you? at the time. Yeah. In San Diego uh, at, I think it's 4705 Boxwood Drive. Um, yeah, I remember exactly where it was. Which, uh, is there like a sporting event moment that like stands out to you as like maybe your like favorite or? Uh, that was big. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still a Rams fan. So that was big this past, this, you know, just like 12 weeks ago. Um you know, the 06, man, I remember where I was that too. Uh, you know, I went to the 2000 and I guess it would have been seven. It was on January 1st. Uh, Cotton Bowl? Cotton Bowl. The Cotton Bowl. Tony Temple. Tony Temple. Outrushing Darren McFadden. Yeah. Who was like, you know, the the Heisman candidate or whatever. Who they and play, Arkansas? The single, <clears throat> it was Arkansas-Mizzou down in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. And uh, Tony Temple set the single game Cotton Bowl record. I remember that game. And what I remember, what I remember most from that is A, being really hungover at the game. And, um, but then you couldn't use a credit card inside the Cotton Bowl. It was all cash. And we had burned through all of our cash the night before. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was rough. I think I was at the game six, the David Freeze game. 
That was pretty yeah. badass. I was also at the Blues game six, double overtime, Cat Maroon game against the Stars. Mm. That was pretty electric. That was a lot of fun. Um, I was at the Mizzou game where game day was there, and Oklahoma was number one in the country, and uh, Mizzou beat them that night, stormed the field. That was a lot of fun. Were you When you were at Mizzou, mm. were you at any of the good – I mean – Football was starting to get big there around the time that you were leaving. Yeah, I mean, I was at like I was at like the Chase Daniel Jeremy, to Jeremy Macklin connection, or was it Chase Daniel to Chase Kaufman? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw some great games, but none of them. You know, I was like such a I was never sober at any of those games. Do you remember? And so it's hard to it's hard to remember. Do you remember the game some against Nebraska? Tailgate where they won unexpectedly and our boy Danny got arrested. He was one of like four people that got pinched on the field. Yes. I was in, I was in St. Louis that, that weekend. So you I weren't on the field with him. I wasn't on the field. I do remember him talking about how, what a death grip the security officer had on him and how this woman just was not going to let go. Like it was, he a- was picked and that was it. Oh my God. Next time we talk, Maybe we that, need, that could have been Amber Heard. We need to talk to him about this because I would love to know how those circumstances happened where he ended up getting pinched and being one of the only people to get snagged by the cops or the security that night. That I need to know how that went down. I feel like there's so mm-hmm. many people there. It's such a mass of humanity. <laughs> Don't you just do whatever you got to do to get out of their grasp? That security guard ain't going to like tase you or anything. I don't think. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, unless you're like kicking, like you're throwing punches or something, but you just wriggle your way. Disable my camera real quick. I feel like my camera's getting real, uh, unsteady. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. I hear you. Perfect. HD clear. But I, I just feel like he should have tried to wiggle his way out of that a little more. That's easy for me to say, but man, we'll have to talk to him about that sometime. Save it for the pod. We're, we're, we're coming up on, on an hour here. Um, what else? what else? I feel like there's one more subject I had. Uh, I mean, I John Jay compliment corner, women's vitamins. Oh, uh, here's just a one-liner. My wife had a pain in her back yesterday that for once wasn't me. <laughs> oh, you rascal! You rascal! Yeah, I, I, you know, um, I think we talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Got that hint. Yeah. So the the henchman conversation, I think, is probably our most substantial, um, maybe ever. But uh, I think people, I like people are going to relate to that. Yeah, that and the Amber Heard thing. Um, a lot of nice hypothetical scenarios that are that fall under if, but maybe we, uh, we just didn't use the word if. I think we did. I think we mixed yeah. them into like a what if sort of situation. Okay. Well. Ifsters, um, you know, reach out to us at the Big If Podcast or the Big If Pod at gmail.com. One of them. The, the Big If Pod at gmail.com. Check out our TikTok. The Big If. At the Big If Pod on TikTok. We're going to be putting some of our fun clips on there. So go check us out there. Mm-hmm. Any other plugs you want to throw out there? Oh, I don't believe so. All right. Thanks for well, support. Um, we, love, we love it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I don't know why, again, you would listen to the ramblings of 
two middle-aged white men, but here we are uh, going forward nonetheless. And, um, you know, Amber, Johnny, Tony, Twist, if um, you guys want to come on, uh, just email us or TikTok us or, I don't know, find us in a dark alley somewhere. Girl from Shit the Hinge story. Girl from the Hinge story. Do not contact us. Do not contact us. However, girl from cryotherapy, do contact us. Yeah, that probably came off a little desperate, but that's all right. You know, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't sense any desperation. I sensed um, desire, Ooh, temptation. I, yeah, there, there's some truth to that. There was, dude. There was chemistry, no doubt. There was chemistry, no doubt. There's, and it didn't have anything to do with the cryotherapy. No, in fact, it was probably good that she was going to do cryo right after because our chemistry was so hot. I bet she was just on fire. She had to cool off. <laughs> she needed what negative. What if you find out later? No, let's say, let's say just what if um, we get like, you know, another couple episodes in. It obviously yeah. catches wildfire because, uh, why know, wouldn't TikTok, it? why wouldn't it? And... Uh, she goes, oh my gosh, I know this guy. He was talking about me. Like he had like a five minute segment about me. Should I be reaching out to him? And then a year down the line, you you guys finally meet. Maybe not a year. Let's say two weeks. Two weeks down the line, you guys finally meet. And she turns out to have very Herdian qualities. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm feeling a little more open sexually lately. So I'm here to at least try it. Except He's ready the, to be tied up, ladies. The asphyxiation, probably a no-go. I'm not here for any No, I brought that up. That wasn't you. That wasn't you. Would you ever, would you take a pegging? Yeah, I think I would. Really? Uh, just, just to match your openness. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm going, I'm going to. Oh, man. I. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I want to right now, but again, I think I'm, it's it's all context and the right circumstances. You would um, take a pegging. I don't. I don't like that language because <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like uh, like I'm being brutalized or something. Well, depending on what kind of mood Corbin's in, that may be the case. <laughs> No, um, uh, you know, if, if she asked, my wife asked me about it and she was serious, I would consider it, but I would be very, uh, uh, be very worried about it. What if you, okay. Don't say something silly. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> if you and Corbin, <laughs> if you and Corbin, Hold on, let's leave, let's Take my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Let's just use. Uh, <laughs> let's just use you and your wife. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you and your wife decided to have a night where you were going to try some out of the ordinary Something type new. behavior, mm -hmm. and it could get a little aggressive, mm -hmm. and she said, "Come up with a safe word so I know when to stop pegging you." Mm. What kind of do you think you know what you would use for a safe word? Sick word. Fidelio? Sedalio? Fidelio. 
Fidelio. Uh, no, that doesn't come to mind. But what is Fidelio? <laughs> I think it's from a movie. I think it's from a movie. Maybe Eyes Wide Shut. Fidelio. It was like the password uh, to get into the kinky party or something. Oh. No, I think it would... Uh, maybe like Chattahoochee. Too wordy. If you can't get the yeah, whole thing out. Yeah, there's too many syllables really in there. Just, yeah. Uh, pineapple? Rondas. Rondas? Yeah. I think that's a good place to stop. That's a good place to stop. Um, email us your favorite safe words at thebigifpodcast at gmail.com. The Big If Pod. we will see you. Hey, the Big, the big if, if Pod, pod at gmail.com. Don't email your safe words to the podcast. Those guys are stupid. And uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oop. I got to. Hold on. Let's try that again. Bye.